Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Okay, you ready? If you're ready, say, I'm ready. Ready. All right, ready for God's word. We're going to be going through Ecclesiastes 3. Uh, Today, got a little intro for you, some things God's put on my heart. But as always, I'm just excited how the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you this morning as we get into the Word and, and reveals Himself to us. And it's, it's always God's time, isn't that right? We've been doing this series called Till You Can't. <laughs> Great series. I don't know if you caught the cover song the other week. Um, Cody Johnson, is that who does it? Cody Johnson, country song. Uh, don't judge us, we do country. God loves country people too. Come on. Um, we're called to reach every available person by every available means, so whatever means necessary. Um, but I've entitled this one, Is It Time for War? Yes. <laughs> yes, okay, good answer. I believe so. We're at war daily, are we not? We'll get into that. Uh, but men, make no mistake, we are at war. There's a time for everything, a time to build up, a time to tear down, even a time to kill. Okay, there's not going to be no killing physically in this house, okay? We'll get to that. It's a time that we align our warriors. We aren't here to play church, and we certainly are not here to fight amongst ourselves. Would you agree? Yeah. We are created for battle, and victory belongs to the Lord, and we are His soldiers. Therefore, we must do it His way, and because it's God's day, right? God's day. God's way. Today is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And thank the Lord again that His mercies are made new every morning. We fight the good fight. We're not here to war against the flesh, but we're here to war against the evil things, the rulers and authorities of the unseen world. And we can't waste time fighting amongst ourselves. And I don't know if you've noticed it, but there's a chain of command that the enemy is trying to break through lies, deception, and even division. And God has appointed and anointed men in our church to carry the weight of this mission, the Great Commission, to make disciples fully devoted followers of Christ, baptizing and teaching them to obey whose commands? His commands. And surely He is with us always, even to the ends of the earth. Some men are being sent. Some men are being released. Both are blessed. It is a commander. If a commander sends you, he is responsible for you. If he releases you with his blessing, he is no longer responsible for you, but you are because you are no longer under his command. But ultimately, we are all under God's command. Who has he appointed over you to lead you to battle, to breakthrough and blessing? And who are you called men to lead into the battlefield? This message today will challenge us. Will challenge our time versus God's time, our way and versus his way. It's time for something to die. Is there something that needs to die in our lives so that we can fully live freely for God? If you can think of something right now before we even get into the Word, I want you to write it down on your paper. If you know there's something that needs to die within you so you can do and be who God has fully called you to be, as we go through the Word, I believe He'll reveal that to you if He hasn't yet. So let's go through Ecclesiastes. Uh, this was written by Solomon, said to be the wisest and one of the richest men that ever lived. All right, but let's dive right in. The first verse I want to look at is verse 3. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build. So the first point is a time to build up or a time to break down. 
So who are we building up and what are we breaking down? We are building up each other. We are building up the body of Christ and we are tearing down strongholds. You see, things are, there are things that are, are not of God and anything that is not of God really needs to die. You know, anything that we put before God is an idol in our life. And sometimes those things aren't even necessarily bad, but you put it in the wrong position. God's position is always first, right? Um, Galatians uh, 2.20, Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And Ephesians 4, 29 to 32 says, Do not let any, say any, any, any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs so that it may benefit those who listen. Amen. Verse 31, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. So if that wasn't enough, let's just throw that all out there. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ has forgave you. Ephesians 6, 12 tells us, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against the evil spirits in the heavenly realms. Exodus twenty thirteen says, You must not murder. And it's the sixth commandment, by the way. And these commandments were given to the Israelites. Now, remember... We always need everything within context. Murder versus killing. Because God himself gave these Ten Commandments to Moses to give to the Israelites who he would later command for them to go to war. Interesting, hey? It, for, war for what? War for the promised land. They would wander the wilderness for 40 years because they were afraid to go to battle. They were afraid to deal with what they needed to deal with. And do it God's way instead of their own. The great example of this, and I encourage you, is to go into Numbers 13. When, when Moses sends out the spies to look over the promised land and comes back and the 12 spies, uh, 10 of them give a bad report. They said, they said they saw giants in the land and the city was fortified. So therefore they wouldn't go to battle. Because they said when they saw the giants inside, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. But I believe it was Caleb that, that spoke up and said, surely we can do it. Yeah. Right? If God is for us, then who can be against us? Yeah. Deuteronomy 20 uh, verse 3 says that he shall, uh, he shall say, Hear, O Israel, today you are going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not be terrified or give way to panic before them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you and against your enemies and to give you victory. Now, I wasn't planning on going into this, and I don't have time to do all this, and we're going to get to what Jesus has to say about it. But some of us know of someone, or some of us have maybe even gone through the process of law and studied law. There is a time legally when it's okay to kill. Is that true? Yes or no? In self-defense, if someone were to come in and try to rape you or your fam or family and cause harm to them, there is a, a use of force model that they teach you in policing. There are men that are going out that are right now fighting battles and wars so that we don't have to, yeah. Yeah. right? But again, we know that our battle is not against flesh and blood. 
And the, and the battle I'm talking about is exactly that, not having to go out and kill someone, but to kill something maybe inside of you that is limiting you and holding you back. Are you with me, men? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I want anyone to go out there and do something they should. Okay. <laughs> hey. Here's where Jesus challenges us on another level. Yeah, don't say my pastor said. There's a time for everything, he said. No. Matthew 5, 21 to 26, you have heard that our ancestors were told, you must not murder. But if you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you, check this out, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. Whoa. Jesus always takes it to another level, doesn't he? How many of our enemies' traps have we gotten caught in? Jealousy, lust, anger, selfishness, pride. We've all been guilty. You know, really, it's always an issue of the heart. What is your intent when you become angry? What is your intent when you become angry? When you're angry, do you think you are in line or out of line? We learned a while ago that anger can get us out of line. Remember who your true enemy is. You're angry at the devil. That's another thing. Be careful when you get angry at your brother or your sister. Many of us are, are, are currently in a time to heal. We just read in Ecclesiastes, a time for everything and a time to heal. I, I believe there's not one gentleman that isn't experiencing healing even right now, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or even spiritual. But with the same time we're in the battlefield, we're also healing. You know, but the enemy has and continues to use anger as a foothold. And what does it do? It gives him a space and a place in your heart. And what does that do? It keeps us from healing. And before you go to battle, man, make sure you win the battle in your heart first. If you feel like you're, you're breaking down, then I would encourage you to look for a brother to build up. Because you reap what you sow. If you're missing something in your life, if you're looking for healing, why not pray for healing for another brother? If you're looking for forgiveness, why not look for an opportunity to give it? And then there's verse 3 here that says, a time, to, a time to tear, a time to mend, a time to be silent, a time to speak. So the second point is minutes for mending, seconds of silence, and moments to speak up. <laughs> One of the battles we face is the time that we neglect to mend relationships. And I want to say something. I was really encouraged by Coach Rick. He stopped me at the gym after I shared uh, that, that uh, letter that my mo- mother had written. Well, actually, Pastor Charmaine had shared it. He shared the letter, the last post that she had done on her Facebook page, and it was all about forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Coach Rick's takeaway. He said instantly he knew of somebody 15 years ago, a relationship 15 years ago that he needed to mend. Yeah, right. And he got on the phone right away. Yeah. And it just so happened as he shared it with one of our other brothers, that's actually in this room, I don't know if it's my story to share, his, my story to share, but he says, I know exactly who I need to call and what I need to do. Yeah. And I just really encouraged by that, man. Thank you. And if anyone else has a story like that, I'd love to... Love to hear about it. Then my mom is still speaking even through eternity. But we need to mend relationships. If not, we end up fighting the very ones that we should be fighting with or fighting for. 
We wait too long for, if we wait too long for others to come to us instead of us going to them, it may never happen. Sometimes it could take a few minutes just to pick up the phone and call someone and say, hey, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't need all the details, but all you need to do is either say I'm sorry and look for reconciliation. Matthew 18, 15 says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault. And this is key, just between the two of you. Just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you've won them over. Between the two of you. You see, battles are won or lost based on timing and according to how and when we plan to execute. Whether we execute on God's time or unfortunately, sometimes we execute on our own time. We miss the mark. You know, if you look that up, sin is actually an archery definition that says to miss the mark. How many times do we miss the mark because we're so quick to pull the bow and then point to where we think we need to release and draw the Lord saying, wait, not yet. Another thing my wife has taught me is just because it's true doesn't mean that you have to say it. Right? Well, God will point it out. But Lord, I'm right. They're wrong. But it doesn't mean you have to say it. James 1, 19 to 20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone, say everyone. everyone, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to being angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. It's right there. You know, it's hard to find people, it's hard to find men that will even give seconds of their time to really listen, you know what I mean? Like really listen to put their phone away, pick up the phone for you. And to listen. Sometimes we lose the battle because we don't take the time to hear what what people really need. We don't take the time to hear about the healing that they're looking for. Or we even fail to seek the wise counsel. You know, we're ready to go to war. But many times we fail to ask before we advance. And the way of the fool seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice, Proverbs twelve fifteen. Listen to advice and accept discipline, and at the end you will be counted among the wise. Praise God. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails, Proverbs 19, 20 to 21. So, before you're quick to go to war, take the time to mend relationships. Be still and listen. And get ready to speak up and call out other men into the battlefield. Remember, God's battle, his army. And let's go to verse 11 here. It says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Good timing there. He has also set eternity in human hearts. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. Final point, you'll never know it all. <laughs> you'll never know it all. You don't, have to, you don't have to know it all to do all that God has called you to do. I'll say it again. You don't have to know it all to do all that God has called you to do. You only need to know what God is calling you specifically to do. 
Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that he has commanded. And surely he is with you always. Let's not get taken out of rank because of a breakdown, failing to listen, or feel like we know it all, or feeling like we don't know enough. God is more than enough. He has called you here, and he will see you through. He has called you here, and he will see you through. We will continue to raise up men in the fivefold gifting of the ministry. Ephesians 4.11. So Christ gave himself the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. If you feel that you don't fit any of those positions, you are still his soldiers. For just as the body is one and has many parts, and all members of the body through many are one body, so it is with Christ. There's a time for everything, but without God, it is meaningless, man. The original translation of that word in Hebrew is havel. If you want to put it in your notes, havel. H-E-V-E-L. Meaning vapor or smoke. Havel also means something of no value like vanity, as appears in the translation of the book of Ecclesiastes in English. When we go for vanity, we are left with nothing but vapor. I'll say that again. When we go for vanity, we're left with nothing but vapor. Vanity is the excessive pride in our admiration of one's own appreciation or achievements. The Lord wants to take us from a place of me to a place of we. Are you with me? All right. What are we fighting for, man? Who does the battle belong to? Say with me. The Lord. Who does the battle belong to? The Lord. And what is our battle plan? Most importantly, what is his battle plan? We know we are here to plunder hell and populate heaven. (laughs) I like that phrase. Plunder hell, populate heaven. Heaven and hell are real places. Hell was never intended for mankind. But it's up to us to be the light, to be the hands and the feet, to bring hope to this world. And again, I'll say it again, man. Sometimes the only Jesus that people will ever meet are you and I. And we have an opportunity starting in our home with our kids. And then everywhere we go as we travel, sometimes the very thing that annoys us is what God has called us to. People. (laughs) People. We're called to be a light. We're called to walk slow through the crowd. How else will they know that we are his disciples but by our love for one another? The end of Ecclesiastes gives the answers really we're looking for and I did something, I I like that, you know, Derek walked in here and some of the other men have walked in here and they were just lit up because we're like, hey, we're back to where we started. This is where it all started, in this upper room, praying in that corner, gathering together, getting into God's word. We saw miracle after miracle. We saw men come and go, praise God. We were thankful for each and every one, the opportunity we had to to share with them in those moments. Some were released and some were sent and all are blessed. All are blessed, and we lift them all up. But uh, uh, Solomon sums it up here in Ecclesiastes 12, 13 to 14, and I gave you these, uh, I'm not going to call them cute, real cool cards, because they're memory verses you can take with you. 
And I'd encourage you, if you haven't filled your pockets with invite cards or real cool invite cards for uh, Lambs to Lions. But this is the verse I leave with you. The last and final word is this. Fear God. Do what he tells you. That's it. Eventually, God will bring everything that we do out into the open and judge it accordingly to what is hidden intent, whether it is good or evil. So our takeaway is the rules of war are simple. Fear God. Do what he tells you. <laughs> Lord Jesus, we thank you again for your word today. We thank you, Lord, that it's sharper than any two-edged sword, and it reveals things deep within us. Lord, I pray now that you would give us clarity to each man and what needs to die inside of them, what they can lay at the foot of the cross today. And Lord, that they can walk out of here freely and light. And Lord, know that, that as they go out these doors and every day that they wake up, that they would put on that full armor of God. I just prayed over them right now, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, on their feet, shoes of the gospel of peace in their hands, a shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. Lord Jesus, anoint them with your oil so nothing would be able to stick to them, Lord that they would see themselves advancing as your kingdom continues to advance and we get closer and closer to you. Lord, we lay all of our plans and everything, Lord, all of the things that we have in this world at your feet. And we walk with you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, any of, any of you that are here today or there might be men listening online uh, that don't yet have a relationship with Jesus, they feel it. You know, that there's been things where there's just been things in your life that you've been holding on to that whether you need deliverance of that thing, as simple as this is let the light in. Where there's light, there cannot be darkness. You may walk through darkness and through the darkest valleys, but fear no evil for he is with you. Yes. You know, he prepares a table for you even before the presence of your enemies. Yeah. The Lord is calling us to even love our enemies. Yeah. That's a tough thing to do. So I'm just going to pray with you and the uh, message of all of this again is the message of the cross. And it's the message of the resurrection power of Jesus. It's the message of the blood of Jesus that covers us, forgives us of all of our sins and, and then wipes our slate, makes it as white as snow. And we need that. And there's others that are out there that need to be here. And I love that you guys prayed for all the churches this morning. Because it's God's intent that all those churches are full so that we can plant more churches and reach more people for the kingdom. So I just want to say thank you, man, for coming here and being open and transparent and allowing the Lord to speak in you and through you. Paul says this. He says, if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we believe that God the Father raised his son from the grave, that we will be saved. See, God had a plan for all of this. It was his one and only son, Jesus, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. For he didn't come to condemn the world, but to save the world. Before we can go out there and God uses us to save others, we need saving from ourselves. And so let's just realign ourselves with God. Let's pray this prayer. And if there's someone that hasn't prayed this prayer before, even if you've prayed it a million times, do so with your whole heart, knowing that there's somebody today, many of people today that were coming into the kingdom and prodigals are coming home. So would you just repeat after me? Say, dear Jesus, dear Jesus thank, you. thank you. Thank you that we get to be here. Thank you that we get to be open and honest. Thank you for your word that is a lamp to our feet. 
and a light to my path. I'm asking for forgiveness. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, for everyone's sins. And I believe that you rose from the grave. Come into my heart. Be Lord over my life. I'm turning from my way. And I choose to follow you, your way, all the days of my life. Amen. Just, just keep your heads bowed and eyes closed, man, if you don't mind. This is a holy moment. And, and uh, I want to ask something that just came on my heart, too. Eyes are closed and, and heads are bowed. If you, if you need a healing, or you know of another man that needs a healing or a family member, would you just put your hand up right now? Oh, boy, hands up all around the room. So I'm going to tell you what I'm, I'm going to ask you to do. If you feel comfortable, just put your hand on your brother next to you right now. Uh, if you feel comfortable doing that. We're just going to pray in agreement for this is a house of prayer. And this is, this is a house of healing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, your word says that by your stripes we have been healed. So we just receive it now. We receive it now. We receive it now. Touch my brother in Jesus' name. Flow through his family in Jesus' name. Every thought that needs healing and restoration now in Jesus' name. Everything that's been trying to take, take them captive, Lord. Everything that's been distracting them. Anger, gone in Jesus' name. Depression, gone in Jesus' name. Self-doubt, gone in Jesus' name. The feeling that you're not good enough, gone in Jesus' name. You are more than enough. You are a conqueror. I pray for complete physical healing in every home represented here and around this community in Jesus' name. Devil, you have no place in our house. I pray for relationships restored in Jesus' name. Children to come running to our Heavenly Father in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for our schools in yes. Jesus' name yes. that you would give our children a yes. voice, yes. that they would hear your voice and they would recognize your voice and not the voice of another. I pray for healing over identity in Jesus' name, that they would know that they are men and women created in your image. We shut the mouth of the liar and the deceiver in Jesus' name. Praise you, Father. And if, if, if uh, the first prayer we prayed was the first time you prayed that or your comeback moment today, if you just put your hand up and say, hey, Pastor, that's me today. Praise God. Nice to come back into alignment with Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Same thing online. I know a lot of our guys are going back to their churches and stuff. Uh, can we just give the Lord a clap offering? <laughs> Thank you, men, for your time. Feel free to take your time. Um, you can make your way out those doors to the patio. If you didn't grab a donut or a muffin yet, please do so. And uh, keep the conversation going. Otherwise, uh, be blessed. Oh, yeah, if you want to get baptized, come to the next service. <laughs> there you go. You're dismissed. Thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.